Welcome to the Originers podcast. Among the many things people fear, maybe it's snakes, spiders, heights or even death, is the most common thing that people reach out to me about because they're terrified. That fear is public speaking. So widespread is this fear that it even has its own name, glossophobia, from the Greek words glossa meaning tongue and phobos meaning dread or fear. But it's not just public speaking that can create this sense of dread. Have you ever felt anxiety looming when you've got a difficult conversation coming up? When you need to speak up in an important meeting or deliver a pitch or say something interesting at a networking event? There are lots of situations where the thought of speaking up can induce fear. So in today's episode of the Originers podcast, we want to tackle that. We'll be sharing some of the great ways to conquer doubt, ride through fear and speak with courage. Originers are driven by their ideas, their passion and their desire to make things happen. They are made for something special. What makes them unique is their blend of experiences, skills, personality and values. This means no one else thinks, speaks and does things exactly like them. This originality gives them their greatest opportunity to stand out, make an impact and succeed with their ambitions. When you are an originer, your voice makes the future. Welcome. I'm Loretta Milan, communication expert and host of the Originers podcast. I know just how it feels to be afraid in front of an audience. I had to conquer it young because growing up in a musical family, I too wanted to play and started bashing out tunes on the piano from the age of two. Although I have to admit that back then, as I plonked on the keys, it can't have sounded musical or enjoyable to anyone else. As I had lessons and began to improve, the tune started to resemble something others could recognise and I'd be encouraged to play in front of others. I'd realised that part of the enjoyment of music for me at the time came from playing something that would make others smile or clap. I loved playing so much that even when one of the teachers at my school said I'd never be any good and to give up, I kept trying. And with practice, the tunes improved and the smiles of enjoyment from those listening became more genuine. My parents would ask me to play in front of relatives, then small gatherings. My granddad, who was so proud to sing in a Welsh male voice choir, loved to host family concerts at his home, and it was fun to take part with me and my cousins shining at our special thing. And then one day, in a place where my dad was the organist, I was invited to perform in a Christmas concert in front of several hundred people. I was around just eight years old and to this day the memory is etched into my mind because my eyes must have been wide open with the fear. I still remember the heat of the stage lighting and those hundreds of eyes staring back at me. My heart was beating like it was outside of my body and my hands were sweating making it slippery to play but I didn't want to let any of my family down. And so 
I took a deep breath, told myself I could do it and gave my best performance. Now, I was no child prodigy, but I lapped up that applause that followed. As I look back at that memory, now that I work in a field where I help others find the courage to stand up in front of their audiences and say what they want to say, I realise just how much those few minutes have to teach us about conquering fear. That's because all in one go, at the age of just eight, I faced the four most common fears that get in the way of speaking. I'm going to go through each one to see if you also recognise them and will share some tips for conquering your doubts and finding the courage to speak. The first fear is of looking stupid. Before you speak, do you worry about what people will think about what you have to say? Do you worry it won't be good enough? Are you afraid of messing up and other people laughing at you or criticising you to your face or behind your back? This is one of the most common reasons people don't say yes to the opportunity to speak, yet alone step into the room. Often, when I coach people preparing for a big presentation, speech or pitch, I ask them when was the first time they stood up in front of others and felt anxiety. Many will say they've always felt that way. But when we take the opportunity to look back in time, we often find a moment in childhood that triggered that fear. Sometimes it's that the teacher asked them to answer a question in front of the whole class and they didn't know what the answer was, so they felt embarrassed. Sometimes it's that they had to read out loud in front of others and stumbled or didn't know a word and others laughed. Other times is that they were asked to do a show and tell or talk about a project in front of the others and couldn't find the words or tripped up and felt stupid. These incidents don't have to have happened to us. They could have happened to another student in the classroom and that led to a fear of participating in case we found ourselves in that same situation. Think back to your childhood for a moment. Do you ever remember anything like this? Did this happen to you or others around you? How did it make you feel? This is so often the root of severe anxiety over speaking publicly or being put on the spot, for example, in a meeting. However, anxiety can begin in adulthood too. For example, after a presentation goes badly because there wasn't adequate opportunity to prepare. Whether you can remember where it began or not, what can you do? Firstly, have compassion for the younger version of yourself that must have had a negative experience. You are learning. The learning process requires us to make mistakes, otherwise we're not stretching our boundaries or growing. But you've developed since then and you're wiser. The most important thing you can do is to prepare and practice before your big moment. That helps you become confident and familiar with your material and gives you an opportunity to test it in front of some people you trust, whether that's you in the mirror, friends, colleagues, or a communication coach like me. That preparation helps you see and get feedback on how everything's landing and refine it till it works. 
It's the reason even experienced comedians and performers do warm-up shows, for example, to ensure they're getting the right response before they hit the big stages and screens. So, trust in your preparation. Unless you're a school teacher, mathematician or literary expert, no one is going to spring an algebra or Shakespeare question on you like back in the day. The second fear is not being good enough. Are you someone who worries whether you're good enough? Are you ever pestered by imposter syndrome when the thought of speaking or promoting yourself comes up? You may be worried if you're the best person to speak about a subject or whether people will take you seriously. You may even be scared that people will say, who are you to speak about that? If you've been invited or accepted to speak, it's because someone believes in you. They believe you'll say something worthwhile. That's because you know something useful, maybe relating to a skill, experience or particular industry. So trust in yourself and remind yourself that you deserve this opportunity. Lean into that expertise you have accumulated. People will want to hear it. Don't forget that you are an original and will have unique perspectives that no one else has. They may seem everyday to you, but others will be less familiar and it may really help them. It can be useful to get a brief so you know what the expectations will be and who you will be talking to. If there's something you don't know so well, you can always do your research or turn to others for support and guidance. And as I said earlier, you must practice and prepare. It can be especially useful to think through any questions you may be asked and to consider your responses in advance. The third and very big fear can be of being disliked. Worries about being disliked can surface any time we have to put ourselves out there. Do you ever find yourself watering down what you mean to say, being agreeable or even avoiding voicing your opinions entirely because you're afraid of how people will react? Then you are being ruled by the perceived expectations of others. So let's talk about the hard reality first. The reality is, we all have differences of opinion. Let's take one of the most liked substances in the world, for instance, chocolate. Well, my brother is not a massive fan. To me, that's insane. How is it possible not to like chocolate? But we all have unique tastes. The same thing applies when it comes to humans and opinions. We just don't like everyone. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong, simply that we are different. It doesn't mean we all go so far as hating the people we don't like, but not everyone is for us. Sometimes it's personal, but most often it's not. If we try to live our lives and speak in a way with the intention of making everyone like us, not only are we trying to achieve an impossible goal, but we'll be on the road to burnout because that consumes so much unnecessary energy. At best, we can influence others, but we should never seek to control everyone. Instead, think of it like this. When you speak, who will you be helping? Who might find what you have to say useful? Might you even improve their life a little? Of course, it's always beneficial to think what you're saying through, 
Consider how you could help messages resonate with others, address them respectfully, how you can build bridges and garner the support of as many people as possible. But most importantly, focus your precious energy on the people you intend to serve. Let the thought of serving them give you the courage to speak up. Don't forget to build up a circle of support around you so that you always have a source of encouragement you can turn to. The fourth and final fear for today is of going blank in front of people and not being able to get your words out. Good preparation and lots of practice will help to prevent this. One way I test whether I'm ready to speak about something is by asking myself if someone were to wake me from a deep sleep at 3am and ask me questions about my topic, would I be able to answer them? If not, I may need to do more preparation. But there are physiological reasons why our minds can go blank when anxiety is high. High anxiety can interfere with memory and performance, inducing the fight, flight or freeze response that can make you go blank. Essentially, your body perceives danger, floods your system with hormones like cortisol and disrupts your normal brain functioning. Factual retrieval and recall methods both of which are required to speak well, are disrupted. Your body is essentially saying to you, it's too dangerous to hang out here talking, let's check out. So, what can you do? The first thing is to breathe. Anxiety is natural. Even seasoned professionals experience it. There is nothing wrong with you. You are human. So talk to your anxious body. Thank it for its efforts to protect you, but reassure it that you are safe. You are prepared and you can do this. If you try to block out anxiety completely, it will only start feeling ignored and shouting louder. So reassure yourself kindly and take fear for the ride. It can help to know that anxiety and excitement have similar energy. So try imagining your anxiety transforming into excitement over the people you'll be educating and inspiring. Alternatively, it can help to focus your mind on a time when you have previously felt confident speaking and bring that confidence into this moment or use music to calm or elevate your mind. I find it helps to memorise the opening line so it's like second nature, then it acts like a launch pad for everything else. If possible, come armed with cue cards so you know you have them as a crutch to remind you of the rest of the key points. Even if you never need to use them, they are reassuring. If not, there are many great memory techniques to help. Also consider your closing line so you've got a nice clean finish and don't end up stumbling over a way to end. You can help to build your tolerance through exposure. Start by speaking in environments that are smaller and less complex, like talking to a group of friends. Show yourself you can do it. Each time you do it, you get evidence that you can. The next time... Even if the environment and the audience is different or bigger, remind yourself that you can speak in front of others. Say to yourself, look, I have done this before and I can do it again. And if something goes wrong, 
That is not failure. Failure would be not speaking at all. Failure would be staying silent and not sharing your important messages with the world so others can benefit. Every time you speak, whether it goes smoothly or there are some bumps, you get learnings. Embrace those learnings and you and your courage to speak will grow. So, what are the most important takeaways from this episode of the Originers podcast? One, if you feel anxious at the very thought of speaking publicly, you're not alone. Glossophobia, as it's known, is widespread, but there's lots you can do about it. Two, the four most common fears when it comes to speaking centre around worries of looking stupid, not being good enough, being disliked and going blank. The key things are to build your trust in yourself, prepare and practice well, think about the tools you'll need on stage and reassure anxiety rather than trying to block it and breathe. Three, learning to do anything and getting better at it means there may be some bumps along the way. Remember that this is not failure. Failure would be not speaking up at all. Embrace your lessons, keep speaking up and keep growing. We hope you found the lessons in this podcast valuable. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the article which accompanies this episode. It includes all the lessons we've shared with you today. Now is the greatest time to use the unique blend of experiences, skills, personality and values that make you an originer to stand out and succeed with your ambitions. The Originers podcast features expert tips and ideas to help you do this in a way that is not only effective, but feels great. You'll also enjoy regular inspiration from Originers around the world. Subscribe now because Originer, this is your time. Your voice makes the future.